so, I mean, it's not a surprise to you what we're doing now today, but uh, mm-hmm. for everybody listening who's not watching the video version, today I have here Justin. What's up? I'm who, back. What was your last episode? I always like to start with your last episode in case people have just started listening. We did uh, Drive January, so it was Cigars. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that was super re- We just uh-huh. recorded it before January. It was over uh, like break, I think, like over Christmas. Yeah, we that was my last one. The be- one before that. Mm, that's a good question. That is a good question. I think you had a hiatus there for a while because farming time of year. Oh, yeah. I mean, that takes time. Yeah, the last one's Scars. Wow, yeah. Yep. And then before that, it's probably been a while. But actually, that Cigars brings up a very good point. I'll either leave this in or I won't, depending on the timeline. I most likely, yeah, as of the airing of this, I think tomorrow or the following day, I have a Cigar and Whiskey podcast airing for the first time, which you know about. Nice. Brand new. Brand new, yeah, yeah. The premiere. Yeah, it should premiere, I think, tomorrow as of the airing of this episode. So if you're listening to this the day it comes out, tomorrow you can listen to the new Perfect Pairing podcast where we will be, com- uh, not comparing, we will be pairing cigars with whiskey. Myself and Adam, I know whiskey, he knows cigars. It'll be a, it'll be a fun time, I think. So That's um, awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, I didn't mean to get yeah. off on a tangent, but I brought it up. Uh-huh. I'm like, it's probably a good time to mention that. <laughs> probably should let people know about that existing. Um, the other thing I wanted to make sure I mentioned when we first got started was um, blind barrels. Because I haven't talked about them for a while, and they haven't paid me. to like This isn't a sponsored thing at all. But I was just like, you know what? I haven't brought blind barrels up in a while. And you've seen their stuff before because I've shown you it when I've gotten it, right? Those boxes with the samples. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. And I just like, like to shout them out because they're always yeah. super nice. Their boxes are awesome. Not paid, not sponsored, none of that. I do have an affiliate link if you go use my link, but I mean, I'm not being paid to say this right now. I just wanted to shout them out. Is it a monthly su- subscription? Uh, quarterly, quarterly. So if you sign up, you can do just one, or you can yeah. sign up for the subscription, and then you get one every three months. So, yeah. And, um, yeah, I guess I will throw my affiliate link down in there, but that wasn't the plan. I just wanted to remember to shout them out because they have been helping out with the Patreon page. If you're an expert noob, you can get a free sample from them. Uh, once a month, I do a drawing, and somebody gets a free blind barrel sample. Expert so. noob, expert noob tier on the Patreon page. So. Contradicting, I love it. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, so it's noob noobs, yep. and then uh, seasoned noobs. No wait, noob noobs, novice noobs, seasoned noobs, and expert. then expert noobs. That's yeah. awesome. I thought that was pretty clever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, wanted to shout them out because they've been helping so much the Patreon page. I felt like I needed to needed to give them a quick shout. So. Why do we have, well, you guys can't see what's in front of us because of the angle of our cameras, but in front of us, we have some decaf coffee, which is decaf because we're recording this at night and I need to be able to go to sleep. And next to me, we've got some Bowman Brothers small batch bourbon. I'm really excited to hear your opinion on this. I think that's why I picked this, if I remember correctly. Whenever I was planning out the episodes, I was like, I'm wondering if that's Justin's going to like this or not. We'll see. Um Today we're doing yet another palate cleanser episode. So far, what was your favorite palate cleanser? We've done a bunch of them, but what was your favorite? Do you remember? Uh, the lemon. The lemon. Yeah, yeah, I remember I you like lemon. That. that one was different. Yeah. What else I, was with lemon? Was it chocolate? We did dark chocolate, lemon. I don't remember if it was the same episode or not, but we did the pickled ginger. That was my Pickle, favorite yep, so far. That was the same one. Yeah. And then we had it? chicken wings. Was a different one. Yes. That was how it contradicted the taste on that. Yep. But the lemon, dark chocolate, and ginger, that was the best. We did crackers at one point, and there was something else. I don't remember what it was, though. Do you remember we did Ritz crackers? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what the other thing was, but yeah. So 
So far, pickled ginger is my favorite. I had a strong feeling about coffee. So we're going to try coffee black, which this is decaf, so it's not going to taste very good probably. And then we're going to put a little bit of our not sponsored coffee mate <laughs> french <laughs> vanilla creamer in here just to see just just because that was in my refrigerator and we're going to see if it does better worse whatever is there know? a drink with cream and bourbon there i mean gotta yes be. yeah there's got to be um there's probably like cocktails of it which i don't know to be honest with you but i know like they make bourbon creams mm-hmm. where it's like kind of like irish cream yep. but made with bourbon yeah so that's pretty common. So I don't know if it'll almost pair with it and do a good job of cleansing your palate. We're going to find out. We went to out. Gatlinburg for the test, taste testings. Yeah. That was always one. They just had one cream you'd have to taste. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. They did like the straight and then they did, um, this was, it was all moonshine and stuff. Yes. But they had the moonshine tastings and they had a cream in there as well. Do you remember which distillery you guys were at just oh, for boy, everybody? Three or four. Oh, okay. You're saying each distillery you went to had yeah. It was uh, it's pretty common. You did like Sugarland. Sugarlands was one, and then um, oh, that's gonna bother me. It's another common one. Yep, in Gatlinburg. Yeah, I forget the name of it, and I apologize to the distiller for not remembering the name. Go ahead and get yourself a little bit of this Bowman Brothers Small Batch, which we'll do like a full review of. And then we're going to toy with the palate cleansers and see how it works or not. Oh, and I haven't shown the camera yet. Of course, to wreck our palates, we have here Laphroaig 10-Year, a bottle that I really do need to kill. So this will be probably the last time you see it on the podcast um, for a while. So we're going to use that to wreck our palates after, of course, we do an actual review of Bowman Brothers because I want to give them a fair shake. I feel like it's punishment for me. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, <laughs> yep, uh, I see the green bottle come back, and I'm like, oh, again. Yeah, I know this time you're only getting decaf coffee, yeah. but usually it's a fair trade. I mean, it chicken is. wings it is. in exchange wings. for, you know? So I I, I, you know, I might punish you with the Laphroaig, but you get chicken yeah. wings sometimes. And I think this Bowman Brothers is a pretty good payment. I think you're going to like it. Good deal. Bowman Brothers, I had a few people tell me about it, and I was like, uh, I should probably try this because it was like, I think uh, Patron and people on Instagram were, were telling me, you got to try this, you got to try this. So finally, one of my patrons was like, hey, you should try this. I'd love to hear your opinion on it. And I was like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll go get it. So I got some. It's not really available in Ohio. I got some while I was out of state. And I really enjoyed it. So I'm interested to see what you think because I don't know if it's really your palate. It's from Virginia. From Virginia, So it's not yes. like a t- typical Kentucky bourbon. Right, right. It's Ooh. a little different. I don't remember... Uh, hold on, let now, me read here. different states, are they known for, like, Virginia's known for a certain taste? Not really. Um, this, it's mainly that a lot of places, especially the farther you get from Kentucky, have started to try to... I mean, definitely they're trying to put their own spin on it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's not necessarily like, this is what our region tastes like, as mm-hmm. much as it is, this is bourbon, but it tastes different from bourbon you've had from Kentucky. A lot of places yeah. will do that. Because, I, I mean, big remember. right now is like pizza. Like, you get your New York, your Kentucky. Uh, Connecticut, and there's one more. Oh yeah, yeah, well, Chicago. Gotten, yeah, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. That's gotten especially like oh, big yeah. because of the pizza reviews, the Portnoy pizza reviews. Oh yeah, I mean one bite, everybody knows the rules. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of which, let's take uh-huh. one sip. Everybody knows the rules, except you kind of have to take two sips because the first one always burns. It's not that high of proof. No, no, this is only like ninety proof. Yeah, I could taste that like right away. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. after drinking Blue Note. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was the Super Bowl, as of the recording of this, and uh, Justin was drinking the barrel pick, and it's, Ooh. what, it was 122 proof? Yeah. The first barrel pick, which spicy. is sold out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a spicy one. All right. So lately, I've been getting into, like, lower proofs. Really? I think when I first started out, I was not, like, really 
drinking as much. This sounds bad, but like the more I get into it, the more I want to drink more of it. Right. So I like I would sip on it and be like, oh, it's it's kind of spicy, mm-hmm. but it's it's good flavor. Now I'm just like, might as well just keep drinking more, like keep tasting it. Right. I don't know if that's a problem or what. <laughs> <laughs> but the proof builds up in your stomach then. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, big time. Especially I got to where, because um, I kind of did the opposite, where when I got started, I didn't like the higher proof stuff. Yeah. And I got into the higher proof, and eventually I realized, I was like, oh, I got like heartburn really yeah. bad. My stomach's hurting me. So when I did dry January, what I was surprised by was I didn't just quit having heartburn from drinking whiskey, which is like an obvious one. Yeah. But like I quit having heartburn from like eating and stuff too. Like usually yeah. if I just eat unhealthy or I eat something greasy, I like mm-hmm. get more heartburn. But I think it's just the source of the problem was the continuous whiskey drinking. Yeah. And so when I took that away, no matter what I ate or whatever, I was not getting heartburn. I was mm-hmm. like I need to incorporate some more dry <laughs> weeks and stuff into my schedule as much as I can here. But with two podcasts now, that's going to be a little bit difficult. All right, so go ahead and take yourself another sip. I'm going to look up the flavor notes, and then I want your first impression of Bowman Brothers' small batch. It's super sweet. Mm-hmm. Very sweet. Very sweet. But it's not like a rich sweet. Right. So you're not getting the, like a <clears throat> caramel or something really dark. It's on the light end, but like a like a cinnamon. Ooh, cinnamon. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's that type of sweet. I didn't notice the cinnamon, but everything else you said was like took the words out of my mouth. I've always thought so. This is yeah. like your. This is more to me of like a white sugar and caramel sweet, and less mm-hmm. of like a brown sugar, burnt sugar type. Hundred percent. Not really that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to tell like say cherries and stuff because it's not, it's not that. It's not the caramel. Right. It's something completely different. I like it. It's not your typical, but mm-hmm. doesn't need to be your typical. Right. And I think because it's so sweet, a lot of people really like it, especially when you're first getting into bourbon. Yeah. You really want that sweetness. You don't want too much and spice even the for smell. some people. The smell is like super candy. Yeah. Good point. But I can't put like can't put my nose to it. Well now that you say cinnamon, I smell the cinnamon a lot. It's a sugar cookie. Ooh, or like a snickerdoodle. Yeah. Snickerdoodle. Yeah. Some type of cookie. It's got that sugary, mm-hmm. sugary taste, or maybe like a ginger snap, but mm-hmm. like in that in that area. Yep. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. All right. I'm not gonna uh, read the flavor notes yet, but I wanted to have them ready. So yeah. So this is, as you mentioned, this is a Virginia straight bourbon whiskey. It says right here on the back, produced by A. Smith Bowman Distillery, Spotsylvania. I did not know that existed. Spotsylvania County, Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg, Virginia, if I could talk. Um, so, yeah, it's a straight bourbon whiskey, but not from Kentucky. So not a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, but a straight bourbon whiskey. 90 proof. I don't think they tell you how long it's aged for, but I'll double check. I don't think it's aged for long. No, it definitely has a little bit of a younger taste. But this has kind of the good young taste. It does. Uh, where young can kind of go two different ways. Mm-hmm. It always has the lighter sweetness that we talked about. But sometimes it has then like a bitterness with that light sweetness, like almost like a Swiss cheese feeling on your tongue. <laughs> and sometimes it has like the little bit of cinnamon spice yeah. that kind of covers that up, which this has that in my opinion. Maybe just a tiny touch of like a black pepper or something. Not a lot. Not a lot. Fine pepper, not coarse. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like just enough that you don't super notice that it's young. Like, it doesn't taste like corn whiskey. Like, some, like, mellow corn, some other ones, they'll taste like corn whiskey. This doesn't quite have that. Now, do they have different, like, batches? 
like once aged for 25 years versus this? Not like with this, um, with this like series, like the small batch. Yeah. I don't know if they have other bottles or anything like yeah. that, but this label specifically is more so just like they do a bunch. They like they do their batches small. Look at the label like, on the back. Oh, from looking into the bottle. You see that? Oh yeah, that's clever. Yeah. yeah. Let me show the camera here. I don't know if you're gonna be able to see it very well or not. I'll try to like angle it down so that I don't get a reflection, but I'll move it a little bit. But there's like a photo oh, of some bootleggers or something. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's supposed to be the Bowman brothers. I'm guessing. Yeah. They look like pioneers. I see now they got a here, you take a look. He's got like a raccoon hat on and stuff. Cause it says on there the pioneer spirit. So I'll read that paragraph, but I don't want to yet because I don't know if there's flavor notes in it, and I don't want to. That's give pretty that slick. Away. That is cool. That's a clever label. I've seen that like a couple times, but that's like a detailed photo. Yeah. Like I've seen before where they make the labels look cool, but this one's like, that's really neat. I'm gonna do a little more because I poured kind of small here. All right, so it's only fair that we give a a little. <laughs> that's that's not too bad. Come on, dry January's over, buddy. Uh-huh. No, I'm actually. Purposefully cutting back, like I said, that heartburn and heartburn and asleep. I was sleeping like I was dead. I was having vivid dreams when I wasn't drinking at all. I think it's because they say that whiskey or like alcohol makes you have less REM sleep. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think there might be something to that. Um, let's. I know that it's a little early into the glass, and we can give more thoughts at the end. But let's do our like quote unquote full review now because we're about to destroy our palates, and it's just not fair after that. So nose, like you said, light sweet, a little bit of a uh, like candy, that cookie flavor. It is subtle. It is sweet. It's it's nice, isn't it? It does not burn like one bit at all. No, this is a perfect beginner drink. That's a hundred percent. You do. Oh, you took yeah. the words out of my mouth. I um I tried it for the first time, and it was one of those where I was like casually trying it, and I was like, "This is pretty good." And I took it over to my parents, and I was just sitting there drinking it, like with mm-hmm. conversation. And like partway through the conversation, I'm like, "This is really good." Oh yeah, I didn't even tell you how much it costs. Take a guess. Forty five. Thirty five. Wow. Yeah, thirty five bucks. That's pretty good. That's a. I, I mean, mean, for a bottle under forty. Right. It's hard to find. I don't usually expect this much flavor. I would no. I would put this with like uh, Redwood Empire's Pipe Dream that I like. I know you don't like it because it's a little too mellow for you. Yeah. But it, in that realm of very good, solid flavors for that price, yeah, not bad. So then What's Redwood? The, uh, Redwood's 40 bucks. Okay. Yep. So these are both really in the same league. I might have to blind them next to each other. I'd be really interested to see which one I like more. Now, obviously with Small Batch, it has to be said because you mentioned – how different are the batches? Sometimes the batches are pretty different. Sometimes they're not too different. Mm-hmm. It really depends on the distiller. Some distillers are purposefully making each batch different. Some distillers are, they just do them in small batches, but they're trying to keep a similar flavor profile. So it really depends. On the palate, I'll let you lead because I feel like I'm uh, taking over because I'm getting excited. This is a good, <laughs> it's a good bourbon. It is. Uh, let me take a sip. Yeah, go for it. And then we're going to obliterate our palates with some Laphroaig, and then we're going to drink some probably room-temperature decaf coffee now. There's no, like, big notes, like, mm-hmm. coming out to you. I think it's more of just, like, the the subtle sweet of, like, a cookie. That's well, that's what I'm going at. A cinnamon, like, when you said snickerdoodle, I was like, that's it right there. Yeah. Because I don't get, like, many fruits or flowers. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't have that floral taste. Right, right. Not, not much not to perfumey. me. No, not perfumey. No, not perfumey at all. And yeah. I don't get any nutty at all. Right. So that's when it's just, like, a, a simple cookie, mm-hmm. like that's all you get. I mean, that's a one flavor, like straight to the point. 
just pretty subtle. I like it. I think that's fair. But the thing is, it's not complex enough for me. The more I drink it, I'm just like, I want to pull like four or five notes out. Oh, okay. And right now, I'm just like, it's a white sugar. Mm-hmm. It's just sweet. And I don't know if there's too many notes. I mean, what do you get? Aside from, I mean, you covered it pretty darn well. I, I don't expect crazy complexity out of something in this price range. Yeah. But I will say a lot of times I've noticed, especially under like 40 bucks, I'll either get complexity and it'll have like a harsh bitterness associated with it, or I'll get like no complexity, but it's nice and clean. And I think this is the following. It's clean. Yeah. It is clean. Yeah. It's not bitter. I don't taste that like you said Swiss cheese on your tongue. Right. Don't taste that at all. And even like when you swallow, usually sometimes you get a bad aftertaste. Mm -hmm. This, it's not there. Mm Mm-mm. It's like, oh, I'm ready for another sip so I can get a little bit of that taste. But it just leaves you kind of lingering for more. Right. <laughs> and that'll make you drink some, uh, you know, it'll make you take a couple more sips. Right, right. It's definitely easy. It's definitely mellow. It just doesn't pop a lot. Mm-hmm. But because of that, you don't get too much of that. You don't get like the ashy flavor on your tongue. You don't get like I've been chewing on charcoal. You don't get none of that. It's just clean. Clean's a great word for it, I think. Yeah. But I do agree it's a little bit flat in terms of the body. It's not like super, it doesn't pop, um, which in this price range, I'm still okay with it. Um, but I don't know. What would I add? Let me let me try to add something to what you said. Which it doesn't have that oak taste. And I'm honestly not a big fan of that oak taste, which this is why I like this one. Right. If it was a lot of oak taste with no other notes, I'd be like, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. I don't like that real smoky taste. It's not smoky, which is another good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've never liked stuff that's no. too woody. Maybe I'd add like a little bit of like a pear or like a subtle fruit. Mm-hmm. Not like fruity. Like it doesn't smell like no fruit juice or fruitiness. Yeah. It's like a subtle pear, I think I would that's add. That's why that. I'm excited to get in this Lafroy because that's gonna be like boom. Yeah. There's tons of flavor in that. And then you're gonna go back to this and it's like, okay, there's a little bit more, or it's gonna completely dilute it. It's right. gonna be like that's like drinking water. Yeah, that's what the question's gonna be. Is like, are we even gonna taste this afterward? No. Or is it gonna taste super duper sweet and delicious <laughs> afterward? No. Let's find out. I'm 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 ready to dig into it. Let's do this thing. All right. You wanna raise your glass, and I can probably reach it from there. We just need a touch of Lafroy, just literally just enough to mess up our palates. All right. And for those listening, actually, I this is worth mentioning. Yeah. I am not crapping on Lafroig. I like no. Lafroig, but it's just if you haven't had it before, incredibly, incredibly strong and smoky. It this is. is a peated scotch. So the peat, the smokiness from the peat is overwhelming. Um and so I actually like it. There are times where I'll just drink Lafroig. Obviously, mm-hmm. this bottle is almost gone. Um, but I like to use it because it's a very hard taste to get rid of. The taste is unique. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's like I want to. I want to try it. Yes. But when you see it and you're not in the mood for it, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm. I'm not sure if I want this. Yeah. That's when I went to that conference, and I was yeah. like, I could actually go for some Lafroy right now. Yeah. And you got something different than this ten year, right? No, it was ten year. Oh, was it? Okay, it was just it was exactly this. Yep. Then. And my okay. uh, the owner of the company looks at me. He's like, "What are you drinking?" I was like, "I'm just having some scotch." Yeah. He's like, "You like Lafroy?" And I'm like, 
you know, not typically I wouldn't like point and say, that's what I want. But today there's a wild straw and I'm, that's what I want. Every once, that's exactly how Isla Scotch is for me. Like, oh, yeah. or not, I shouldn't say Isla, but any peated Scotch for me yeah. is like, if I am in the mood for it, I'm uh-huh. real in the mood for it. And then if I'm not in the mood for it, I'm real not in the mood yep. for it. But that's that's my point, though, is that I wanted to point out is it is a good whiskey. It's not <laughs> like we're not trashing no, it, no. But it is a flavor that's so hard to get rid of, so it's perfect for palate cleanser episodes because yeah. we can see how hard and it's it is. so unique. Like you're not gonna find that flavor anywhere else, right? So it's like that's what I want, right? What's your uh, your your next bottle that's most comparable to that? Um, so I have two other peated scotches right now. So either the Ardbeg. I can't remember if it's 10 or 12 year. Can you read the Ardbeg? It's on the very end. It's 10. 10? Okay. Yeah. Ardbeg 10 year or Lagavulin 16 year. Those are the two um, peated ones that I have right now. Lagavulin's right behind the Ardbeg. Yeah. So Lagavulin, that is my favorite peated scotch that I've had so far, I think. It's like sweet and smooth and nice, but mm-hmm. still has that peaty smoke, but it's significantly more expensive. But um, it's it's really good as well. All right. Let's let's dive in. Let's do this thing. Let's it. When it's been a while, it's mm-hmm. abrasive. It's it's aggressive. That's the better word to use. So right off the rip, my taste buds were just like so used to sweet that mm-hmm. it actually tasted sweet at first. Oh really? And then it settled in a little bit. And it's like that's the that's the drink that I remember. Yes, it is pretty smooth though. Like it is. It's it's not. It is overly harsh. It's just very earthy. For those who haven't had it, it's smoky and earthy is the best way that I can really describe it. Somebody said before, it tastes like smelling a pack of Band-Aids, and that's a pretty accurate one for me. That's 86 proof, right? Uh, Yes. Yes, it is. Yep. All right, so now we've got our palates ruined. Let's go straight to the Bowman Brothers, and then we'll see how much the palate cleanser helps. So first, Laphroaig, straight to Bowman Brothers. The silence. (laughs) Yeah, the thinking. The thinking of what we're tasting right now. I'm actually going to need some more Bowman Brothers. Oh, but I was pouring too much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so can we agree there's something different about it? There's something different, but it's does it taste anywhere near what it did the first time? Not as much flavor, I don't think. Mine's dulled down a lot. Yeah, yeah, not as much flavor as there was. But there's a different flavor that there didn't used to be that I can't put my finger on. It's so it's um, it's like a not salty, but it's. A little briny. I could see that. You know what I think it might be? It's almost making it... The smoke, I think, is making it seem like the Bowman Brothers is smoky, and it's not. Okay. So I didn't. Th- I thought it was crazy. But I thought it was, like, earthy. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, it's the Laphroaig still lingering around. That's There's no be. way. Almost guaranteed. But almost it, guaranteed. It's the sweet from the Bowman Brothers, like, mm-hmm. just grazing right across the floor. It's still in your tongue. Right. It's like, okay, it's it's still there. It's kind of interesting. Uh-huh. And if, to say the least, it's interesting. Yeah. It definitely makes it less flavorful, though. Let's take a brief intermission. I'll let you uh, enjoy that glass while I read the back of this thing here. Hold on. Sure. I got it. It's All orange. Right. Okay. No, seriously. <laughs> the very first is. sip, I orange. thought maybe orange peel. And then the second yep. sip, I didn't get it as much. But uh-huh. maybe it was just because the Lafroy had faded off. Yeah, it's orange. Truly. So I smelled it. I wasn't even tasting it. I'm like, uh, it is orange. Good idea. So if you think about an orange peel. Yeah, dude. Yep. You get, it's, the peel's like a little citrusy. But then if you think about the taste of an orange, it's sweet. Yeah. It's like a clementine. 
I was literally thinking, I was going to yeah. say, it's like if you're sitting somewhere, like in class in college and stuff, and somebody starts peeling a clementine, yep. it's like that smell. Yeah. Just takes me to like an old-fashioned that you got, I mean, it's a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of orange, like Ooh, that yeah. taste right there. It finally clicked. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you're on it. That's it. I think that's totally right. All right, so let me read the back of this thing real quick, uh, just to give some backstory on why it's called Bowman Brothers. So, <laughs> I don't know if you guys could hear that, but my dog just growled from the <laughs> other room. Um, all right, John, Abraham, Joseph, and Isaac Bowman were Virginia militia officers in the American Revolutionary War. In 1779, they led 30 pioneer families to Madison County, Kentucky, and established Bowman's Station. Later, the brothers helped establish and settle Fayette County. I hope I pronounced Fayette or Fayette. Fayette. Fayette? We'll say that. I have no idea. They were legends, admired and respected by fellow settlers for their courage and bravery. This handcrafted bourbon whiskey is a tribute to these four heroic Bowman brothers. Uh, okay, yeah, and that's all that it says about it. So, we'll compare their flavor notes as we're wrecking our palates once again with the Laphroaig. I will, I'll, I'll read off the flavor notes. But first, let's get a sip of Laphroaig, mm-hmm. and then we're going to try out our coffee to fix it, see if it fixes it or not. Just not in the mood for it tonight. The Freud, mm-hmm. me neither, me neither, dude. I was like, I feel like I'm chewing on burnt wood. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm not in the mood for it tonight either. Once again, not a bad whiskey, not a bad, but tonight's not the night for me. I was feeling the exact same way. I was like, oh man. Okay, so I'm gonna take a sip of my decaf coffee here and start swishing it around. Mm. <laughs> that combination of flavors. <laughs> Is terrible. I have never had coffee that tastes like beef jerky. <laughs> I was thinking the burnt part when you smoke meat oh. and you and you eat the burnt part off of the smoked meat, dude. Uh, like a brisket. Yeah, like a brisket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love coffee. <laughs> I have coffee every day, and if I go to take my sip tomorrow morning, it tastes like this. I'm just going to be like, why? I don't know if that's the Laphroaig or the Great Value Decaf Coffee. <laughs> when do we get to add the creamer? It's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, my gosh. That's the only sips we got to take of it. We'll add the creamer next. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really get it on my tongue. It tastes better the, m- the more I drink it because the Laphroaig's going away. But that combination. That first sip. That was, dude. It beef was jerky was so accurate. Straight beef jerky. It was. It was. Ugh. I like beef oh. jerky, but in liquid form, I'm gonna have to pass. That was like drinking liquid. <laughs> it like the worst parts of beef jerky. Kind of like the smell when you open a bag of beef oh, jerky yeah. and you're like, "Do I actually like this?" And you eat it and you're like, oh, "Okay, yeah, I like this." It's like that. Oh my gosh, that was terrible. Wow. Right, it's going away now. Yeah, it's not as bad now, but wow, that was bad. All right, let me let me read off the flavor notes while we uh, slowly acclimate our palates. This will be a quick one because it literally just says, Our Bowman Brothers small batch bourbon is distilled three times using the finest corn, rye, and malted barley, producing distinct hints of vanilla, spice, and oak. That's all they say. Don't taste the oak. Vanilla spice? Not very oaky. I can get like with a cookie? Yeah. But... Not oaky. Not oaky. Not woody. Um, 
I like that they kept it simple because, as you said, this isn't the most complex in the world. No. But they almost did themselves a disservice in that there's definitely a, like, from the oak, there's a cinnamon, a spice, mm-hmm. that sort of a thing, which, if you say oaky, people think it's going to taste like like the wood oak. And actually, that would pull me away from buying it. Like, yeah. I'm not an oak person, so I'm just gonna be like, no. If it tastes, if that's the notes, I don't want that. Very good point. You probably wouldn't. No. You'd see that and be like, no. Well, I'm not doing that. that. Yeah. But if they had, tastes like a sugar cookie, I'm all about it. Snickerdoodle sugar cookie. Those are way better marketing terms than <laughs> vanilla spice and oak. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's a little strange. I think I can still taste a little Freud a little bit. It's a good thing they don't have this coffee. It says beef jerky, beef jerky in a bag. <laughs> beef jerky coffee, <laughs> dude. If you dump some Lafroig in your coffee, it oh, tastes yeah. like beef jerky. Ugh. Oh my gosh, that woof! That was terrible. All right, let's uh, try our Bowman Brothers now. I'm gonna go straight. I wanna. I'm gonna think of oak the entire time because I okay. just want. I just want to taste it. All right. Fair enough. I like it. I'll let you go first. Thought of oak and got vanilla. Mm. Fair enough. The vanilla is more. It's it lingers around because mm-hmm. it was it was there in the first place. So you're like, I know it, but I can't really pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, there it is. Yeah, still sweet. I think the coffee definitely helped. I think it tastes way less smoky from that last one we said smoky. Yep. But it also dulled it almost more for me. I feel like I'm not getting a lot really? of flavor. Yeah. I feel like I just tasted sweet to me. It tasted sweeter. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the black coffee's like bitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, second sip. Now we're kind of back. Now it's back to tasting better. Third sip. Now I almost don't taste Lafroig anymore. Yeah, I'm packed in This is actually better than I thought. Same. I mean, it was brutal to get to this point. Oh. <laughs> had to drink beef jerky water. But that was the worst experience that we've had. Yeah, when it comes to sure. palate cleansers, for sure, that was the worst one. So a far. lemons, it's like a lemon tastes like lemon. Mm-hmm. A cracker tastes like a crack. It's like it's you expect it, <laughs> right? This is like ah, it smells like coffee, but tastes completely different. It tastes horrendous. Yeah, yeah, that was really bad. But the the bourbon, it's it's. I mean, it's back. Yeah, I I mean almost I fully back, almost fully back. And I'm I'm a fan of the simplexity. The simplexity. I, yeah. Simplexity. Is that a word? I don't know if it is. Simplicity. Simplicity. There you go. Mm. <laughs> I was like, is he making up a word yeah. like it's simple complex or what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. where are I'm, we going? I'm a fan it? of the simplicity. Okay, yeah. It is good. That's what I mean. This is a great like conversational sipping bourbon Yeah, because it's simple but good. Clean, nice. If you get an expert noob, though. They're going to be like, this is boring. They'll be like, uh, you know. Yeah. But this might be, this would be a really good beginner getting into mm-hmm. it. This would be really good, even if you are a little bit more towards the expert noob yeah. range for like a conversation. Not, this is not like you're sit down and pick it apart for an hour bourbon. Right. But if you're having a conversation, if you're, a noob noob, you're hanging out with friends. And you're like, I'm drinking bourbon. Mm-hmm. Boom. Boom. Yeah, novice. Noobs. I like that a lot. I do too. I really dig it. Like, I'm definitely gonna buy another bottle next time I see it because you can't get. No, it I'm talking the the noob noob. Oh, oh, the name. I just think that's hey. so creative. Still, thank you, thank yeah. you. I, I I don't remember how long it took me to come up with that, but I was thinking on it for a while, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I should use noob because that's oh yeah clever, you know. Yeah, thanks. You know, it is what it is. If I go out and I see someone call themselves like 
I'm an expert noob. Be like, oh, this is famous. Yes, oxymoron. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. it, it's nice. It's got a little something to it. Yeah. So, hey, if you want to go join that expert noobs here, I'm not going to complain. Just throwing that out there. Shameless plug. The link is in the show notes. Um, but this this is like fully back. I'm digging it. I'm interested to see if we can get a similar effect with the creamer without the pain of the beef jerky water. That's, <laughs> you know, that's what we're going to find out. I'm going to pour a little bit in here. Here, you can go ahead because I don't know how much you like. I'm not a creamer guy. And I brought, really, at all. Really, at all. And I brought a straw down to do some stirring. I am. People don't expect me to be a creamer guy because I like whiskey, yeah. but I actually am a creamer guy. I, I like it. I think I um really ruined black coffee for myself in college. I was on like a diet, and I was like, I'm only drinking black coffee. Like, let's do this thing. And it had sat like all day and then was cold. And then I drank it and I like did like I did one of them and I was like, I think I'm done with black coffee for <laughs> like I, it just ruined it for so me. So every day you're a creamer and coffee kind of guy. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Now I've done like black coffee with like a little sugar in it to sweeten it up a little bit. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um and I I think if I was drinking really good black coffee, I'd probably be okay. Yeah. But like, mo- usually I'm drinking whatever you can buy cheap. You can buy a lot of it cheap. Yeah. So like that, I'm like, mm, you uh, know, uh. I ruined it for myself bad. All right. We got some creamer. Oh, we got to do Laphroaig first. Duh. I got a little bit excited to drink some coffee with some creamer in it. Back to the Laphroaig. Oh, you, you just liked it that much. You got to refill. Yeah. <laughs> These bottles are taking a beating today. They are. We accidentally had to drink a lot of it. The good thing is, since they're both low proof, yeah. we'll be pretty much fine. But, uh, yeah, these are, because we're doing so many different taste tests with the same bottles. Might as well finish the Lafroig. I'm done with it. It's not as harsh. No. Not at all. No, I even thought on the first sip, I think it's because we're drinking bourbon, yeah. which this is, has a rye mash bill. It's a little bit peppery. A little bit. This is like... Super mellow, mm-hmm. approachable, but so smoky. approachable. <laughs> <laughs> approachable if you like licking charred wood, but tasty. It is good. It is tasty. It's coming around. I know. I'm like, I didn't want it to. All but right. It is. When we sat down that first sip, I was like, oh mm-hmm. no. But it's no. kind of. I'm kind of. It's growing on me. When you have liquid jerky. Yeah, that's what it is. Then it's like, you know what? This ain't that bad. We're like, oh, this isn't as bad as that disgusting. <laughs> they made it to taste like this. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think the first? I mean, Lafroig. Who made it originally? You, you mean like the peating process? Yeah. So that was actually because they use it to dry out the barley. So mm-hmm. when you're malting barley, you're tricking it into growing and then stopping the growth. So you're a farmer, you'll right. understand this. You're basically literally wetting it down so that it wants to sprout. Yep. And then right when it sprouts, you, you dry it out so it'll quit sprouting. And that converts a bunch of things into sugars so that you can use that for... It basically produces a bunch of sugar because it's like, oh, it's time for me to grow. Yeah. And then you use those sugars for fermentation. So peat is pretty smart. very common in Scotland in the bogs. Yep. They have all that peat moss. So they're like, let's burn this to dry out the barley. And it was just a... Like kind of a happy accident thing. I don't know if we know who did it the first time. Maybe somebody knows. I don't know. When you think of Scotland, but, I just think of some guy living in the hills, surrounded by like all this green grass, and he's like, you know what? I'm kind of an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and I'm gonna make some. I'm gonna make some liquor out of this. Yeah, I'm like, that's great. Yeah, it's pretty. You know what? It makes it extra funny is that they knew how to distill barley in Scotland yeah. and in Ireland, and they got really good at it. And they're making all these different whiskeys, and they come to the U.S. and they're like, "It's really hard to grow barley." Oh yeah. Wonder if we can distill that corn that they have. <laughs> And that's literally where bourbon came from. Like literally, like, well, we're surrounded by corn. Yeah, let's try it. The U.S. kind of sucks. They got all these like dried out corn. Let's just try this. Let's try it. Let's see what happens. And that's that literally awesome. that's what happened. So that is cool. It's pretty hilarious to think about. They're like, what if that corn would be good? <laughs> and then that's what. Happened. Well, you're going over there soon, right? Oh, not to Ireland and Scotland. Not yet. Okay. I want to, though. So yeah. I, I'm hoping to go over there and especially see some of the distilleries over there. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous distilleries. It's not officially planned, but it is tentatively going to happen. Everything over there is just the, the pictures I see. I mean, oh I've never been gosh. there. Yeah. It's just gorgeous. It's picturesque. Except their weather is not only unpredictable, right. but also dark and rainy. So they take the pictures on the nice days. Oh, of course they do. <laughs> but, yeah, but there there are some rough days because uh-huh. of the weather up there. But um, I'm excited to check it out, though, and see. I mean, if you get lucky on the weather, you're good mm-hmm. to go. You know, It's just like the beach. Some oh. days it's storming like right. crazy. You, you know? don't see a beach with a, a storm cloud above it. Right, right. Everybody's uh-huh. taking photos on the sunny days. So, All right. We got Lafroy officially covered our tongues. Let's see if this tastes like beef jerky. Oh, thank you. Way better. Yeah. Way better with the cream. So I'm hoping we can get the palate reviving effects of the coffee without that disgusting beef jerky flavor. Already, I feel like I don't taste as much Lafroy anymore. I still taste it. That's Do you why, really? Yeah, that's why I'm still sipping. I feel like I don't. I wonder if, like, somebody listening probably knows, but I wonder if, like, scientifically, coffee does something to cleanse your palate. Because, you know, they use it for, like, uh, smell cleansers as well with, like, candles. Really? I did not know. Yes. So some places, like candle places and then like uh, fragrance places, they'll have a little like Petri dish with coffee beans in it. Okay. And you can like shake them up and smell them because it shocks your nose back to square one, basically. Because I was wondering, I'm like, why is he just, you know, let's try, let's try coffee today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should have like started the episode with that. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. So it is used for your for your nose. I didn't know if it would work on your palate or not. Okay, so I took a sip a few minutes ago, obviously, and now the Lafroig's back a little bit. I can mm-hmm. taste it again. It's creeping back. I'm going to take another sip. This is a surprisingly common question on my Q&A episodes is what's a good palate cleanser? Because people are doing tastings. Obviously, we're doing an extreme example. We're doing Lafroig. Right. But if you're doing a scotch and a bourbon, you don't want to taste the last thing you tasted. I would be really upset. If I went to a taste testing right, and they gave me six of these bourbons and I tried the first one and the first one's like, eh, it was all right. Mm-hmm. You're tasting that throughout the entire thing. Yeah, you don't want that. No. Especially if it has something extra strong or unique about it. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, I'm tasting some bourbons, and I like it, but like certain people don't. My dad hates this flavor note, have like almost mildewy, like walking into an old barn type of flavor. Yeah. If you don't like that and you get it in your first tasting you're and you're taste tasting throughout. that all night, that's terrible. So like you got to figure out your palate cleansers, you know? I think maybe your next episode will be a little reward for drinking all this Lafroy. Yeah. <laughs> we should do charcuterie because that's another one that's commonly served with yeah. tastings. Wine it's, bars usually. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. When um when I did that Weller tasting, I tasted like five Wellers. Ooh. They did charcuterie like partway through. Oh, I bet that was great. Oh, it was. It was really good. Yeah. You went to three different places in Kentucky. This most recent time, um, only toured two of them, but went to 
four, I think. Mm-hmm. I think so. We toured Bardstown and Nulu, and then we went to Heaven Hill and Lux Row, and I think that's all we went to. Maker's Mark too. Maker's oh yeah, so total I've toured three. Correct. Yeah. We did Maker's Mark last year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Hopefully more tours coming up. I'm gonna wait till I do more tours. I'm gonna do a whole like wrap up episode. Not wrap up, but like a whole. This is how many distillers I've been to. These are my thoughts on all of them. Yeah. You know, Bardstown was gorgeous though. Oh my gosh. I bet that Bardstown. Bardstown was gorgeous because it was modern. Makers was gorgeous because it was historic. And then Nulu, they have like a, like almost a mini museum there about prohibition. So it's like three totally different experiences. Yeah. I was really excited about that. Which you like Bardstown the best? Oh, I don't know if I can pick a favorite. That's tough. It's really tough. Here's what I love about Bardstown is Bardstown Bourbon Company, the distillery, mm-hmm. is in Bardstown, Kentucky, and I love Bardstown, Kentucky. It's like old school, small town. There's one big circle in the middle, and there's all these little roads branching off of it. That's awesome. It's like for us, since you, you live it, you know, near Canton <laughs> like I do, Navarre, Ohio. Very oh, similar yeah. vibe, uh-huh. except with a bunch of shops and stuff. Kind of like Canal Fulton, actually. Might be a little closer to Canal Fulton. Yeah, but they got that one big name. Just think living. They're like, what are you known for? Like Canton, Football Hall of Fame. Where they're like, right. oh, this distillery. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and well, and there's a ton of distilleries down there too, but they're just yeah. not all like right near Bardstown, but mm-hmm. they're like kind of spread out around Bardstown. So yeah, so it's, it is a super nice town. Brief, brief aside there, but worth going to see. I'd recommend it to anybody. I thought it was a blast. Um, so far, I'm three for three on distillery tours. I have yet to have one where I'm like, ooh, I wouldn't tell people to come uh-huh. here. So we'll see. But um, but yeah, that was super cool. All right, I can taste Lafroy again. It's back on my tongue. I got a little bit, but it's not. It's not terrible. Let's see. Crazy. Let's try it. Okay. I have something specific to say, but I want to hear if you say it first. I know I'm not crazy. Don't let me get in your head, though. Just say what you feel. (laughs) I think it's less sweet. Exactly. Yep. Yep. I think the cream was so sweet, Mm -hmm. you're not going to match that level. Yep. So it's like, okay, this is, it's not bitter, though. No. I think the flavor is back, but it's spicier. Absolutely. Yeah. Spicier and I think like a little zestier. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah, like yep. black pepper, a mm-hmm. little bit maybe saltier, that type of But it of doesn't a... have the earthy taste of Laphroaig. No. No, that's, that's gone. gone. That's true. But it's it's not in this. Right. The earthiness is not in this this Right. We were getting it from the Laphroaig yep. for sure. So yeah. I think coffee's a good pa- palate cleanser. Really good. Really good. I would like, uh, I'd almost like to put it up against the ginger side by side. I think it might have done better than the ginger because it covers your whole mouth. Yep. Because it's a liquid. Uh huh. I think it did better than the, the pickled ginger that we did. I think black coffee did the best because the creamer definitely black coffee made was it. was the best. Yeah. It didn't make it taste so the same. So disgusting, though. Yeah. <laughs> it was really bad. It but really it didn't bad. make it taste the same from the beginning. Right. The best experience was the, the Bowman Brothers. Lafroig, and then you delete that, and then back with the black yes. coffee. Right. This is just like it gets rid of the sweet flavors, mm-hmm. and it's like the flavors you don't taste though, which is a good thing because mm-hmm. it's like oh, there is a little bit more than just that sugar. Right. You know, it's got a little, it's got a little more peppery taste. Mm-hmm. This is the closest I've been all day to actually tasting that oak. Oh, good point. Good yeah. point. I'm gonna tar- try it again. A little bit of a woodiness. Mm-hmm. Com- yeah. And I also think. I especially think if you were to continue drinking it, it would taste more and more like Bowman Brothers. So it's almost like you just get the harshness right off the bat. Yeah. But the coffee still did its job of getting rid of the Laphroaig. Yes. But it definitely made it spicier. 
and I think the spicier is more the oaky. Yeah. I don't think it's really spicy. I think it's just the oak. I think you're right. I think you're right. It's oak. I would say a little bit of black pepper, but that's kind of an oak note that yep. comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if you need to taste if you need to taste the sweetness in something, drink something super bitter, super, you know, dark in this case. Right. Dark coffee. But if you want to taste the the uh, I don't know the word, the oakness in something, mm-hmm. eat something or drink something super sweet. Yeah, you want to make it pop? Drink something sweet yep. or eat something sweet. Yep. Big contrast. Now, I want your opinion because for those who don't know, you typically go by a $40 rule. That's your that's my your rule. favorite spot for a bottle, uh-huh. about 40 bucks. This is 35 This is right underneath that. What are your thoughts? I don't think it's complex enough. Okay, so you probably wouldn't buy it. No, I would okay. want a little bit more. I think the proof is good Yeah. to like just something casual. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a good proof. Mm-hmm. But I, I want something more. I would get bored with it too easy. Yeah, yeah. I would have it probably for a few nights, and then I'd be like, well, I'm, I want to move something different. Okay. I want a good bottle that'll just be like, night after night, it's like, this is really interesting. I mm-hmm. like this. This one right here, it's like a few a few times of it, it's like, I'm I'm probably done. Okay. I w- that's what I was curious about, because I know you usually like a yeah. little more pop. Even if it comes with a little bit of a burn or a harshness, you like some of that yep. zest. So I was curious about that because I personally do think like I would buy this or especially if I was newer, I would buy this, especially if I was newer to to bourbon and I wanted to taste what that sweetness everybody talks about. This has a very similar type of light sweetness without the burn to a pretty famous brand that's named after something that's like a hairy cow. (laughs) Buffalo Trace. It it tastes pretty similar to Buffalo Trace in that regard in the light, sweet clean finish on the type light of side flavor. yes yep. yeah so to the newer folks i would totally recommend this to people who like some pop yep. same reason you didn't like redwood empire by the way mm-hmm. so same same type Very of thing comparable. if you found redwood empire's pipe dream too boring you'll probably find this too boring yeah. i think i but need if, a little more caramel i think the darker notes i think i'm a fan mm, of the darker notes the burnt sugar i'm, the, I'm in between the the sweet sugars Mm-hmm. And the oak notes. It's like yeah. that middle range right there with the caramels and the cherries and stuff like that. Right. That's my sweet spot. Yep. I totally I totally get what you're saying there. And like just an, and more body that fills your yeah. mouth. You like a lot of that, which to some newer folks is overwhelming. And it's like, I don't want that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, but overall, I mean, it's a great whiskey. I would recommend this to anybody who's getting new to bourbon, especially when you're real new to it. That 35 bucks is like a little bit nicer of a bottle, you yeah. know. This is, I think, a good choice for that. If you like mellow. If you don't, it's too mellow, if you'll you be like bored. If you like mellow, yeah, it's a right. really good bottle. I agree with you that you might get bored if you like a little pop. Yeah. For sure. But I think we can close the book on black coffee, too. Absolutely. Stellar. Black coffee's a, I'd say, top two for sure, for sure. It would be close between ginger. I'd like to try them both. I think the thing about the coffee is it coats your whole mouth. That's the big thing. That is. It gets all the nooks and the crannies. The ginger you were swishing around. It's like, is it really getting everything? Right. It's a liquid form. So much better. Right. That's why I would. I'd be interested to try pickle juice. Yeah, I'll have to try that, yeah. too. Maybe you, maybe you just talk yourself out of charcuterie. Huh? Yeah, talk myself into LaFroy. We'll do it with charcuterie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. There we go. No, I, I totally agree. I will say the black coffee, the first sip, I could taste almost nothing. But then, like, three sips in, it was, like, fully back. It was mm-hmm. like, it, this tastes just like Bowman Brothers again. Yeah. 
So very impressed by that. Everybody who's always asking me about palate cleansers, and you can use decaf. We didn't try it with caffeinated, but I think it's the same idea. But yeah. This is a decaf coffee. If you're drinking your whiskey at night, I think it's a great palate cleanser. I would use it. I think it's great. And then the crazy thing is, is like when you smoke a cigar, mm-hmm. you have it with a coffee. So it brings out the sweetness in the coffee. Mm-hmm. But if you have a coffee, bourbon, and cigar, what's going on? Let's try that. <laughs> if only there was a podcast that's going to oh. do a bunch of pairings. And I happen to have a little bit of insider information that there's going to be one episode coming up that goes whiskey, coffee, whiskey. Ooh. pairings. So we do three pairings. I didn't episode. even know about that. Yes. So that episode will be coming out as of the airing of this. It'll be coming out in uh, like three weeks, I think. Nice. So it's going to go whiskey and then coffee and then whiskey for the cigar pairings. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm glad you asked that question. We didn't plan I that. I can get the answer. That was not planned. Go yeah. over to the Perfect Pairing Podcast. Like, subscribe, follow, all that, and uh, you'll get your answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we can close the book on this one. That's a successful palate it cleanser. Was. It was good. It was subtle and sweet. Yeah. I like it. And the palate cleanser, I mean, oh, stellar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Black Fantastic. coffee. Yeah. I'm like probably going to use that now. It's super like simple. Yeah. You're not going to go out and buy like, oh, I'm going to get some ginger. Right. Pickle, like, ginger. <laughs> right. Drinking your pickle juice out of your fridge. <laughs> but if you go to someone's house, it's going to be like, hey, do you have coffee? Yeah. They're most likely going to be like, yeah, I have some coffee. It's like, perfect. Give me some. I'm going to have some bourbon. We can do a little pairing. Or right. not a little pairing, but we can do a little taste test. Right. The right. ginger's like, no, I don't have ginger in my house. Or if you're going to have friends over for a tasting, have yep. a pot of decaf ready to go. Oh, that'd be perfect. And you're good to go. That would yeah. be perfect. Yeah. Dude, I like it. I like it a lot. I would use this for those listening. I think it's stellar, and I think Bourbon Brother or Bourbon Brothers. Maybe Bowman. I, maybe Ooh. I, maybe I've had too much. Good thing I'm <laughs> in my house right now. Uh, I think Bowman Brothers, very good beginner, simple, clean tasting bourbon. I like yep. it. Um, but like I said, if you're the type that doesn't like anything too mellow, you probably won't. And it's like got it. a good aftertaste. I think that's yeah. the thing right there that yeah. really sets it apart from everything else. Mm-hmm. Usually you have the simple sweetness. It's like, oh, it has a bad aftertaste. Right. This, it goes away, and then you're like, I, I, I want another sip. Exactly. Like, I could I could drink that again. It's yeah. nice and clean. Yep. Yep. For sure. But... I think I think we I think we killed it. I think we uh-huh. this. I'm so glad we tried this palate cleanser. This I think is my favorite. This, I'll say it right now. I think it's my favorite. I think it is too. Yeah. Yeah. So next tasting, guys, get a pot of coffee going and let me know if you like it as much as we did because it worked really well for us. I will say, brew it at least medium. Like you don't want to brew it super watery. No. I brewed this medium, kind of strong, uh, but I think it works fantastic. I want to know what it tastes like for them. Yeah. For the viewers. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Let us know. You can, on Spotify, for those who don't know, you can react to how you like this episode. You can put in there your opinion, and then it'll send it to me, and then I can publish it so that it shows up on Spotify as well. So that's Mm. a pretty cool trick that Spotify has. But let us know. Let us know. All right. Well, that's all we've got. And in this episode, it's it's another great episode for our credo, our motto. If you want to learn to drink, you got to drink to learn. learn. Cheers, guys. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you need more Whiskey Noobs content in your life, make sure you check out our Patreon page in the show notes. And if you like the show, please make sure to leave a five-star rating or review. It only takes a couple of minutes, and they're way more helpful than people realize. If you want to do tastings alongside the show, make sure you join the email list by sending an email to whiskeynoobspodcast at gmail.com with a subject line that says email list. You'll receive monthly emails with a list of the whiskeys that will be featured throughout the month so that you can buy them ahead of time. You can also find more Whiskey Noobs content on Instagram at Whiskey underscore Noobs and on TikTok at Whiskey Noobs Podcast. Once again, thank you guys for listening.
The Whiskey Noobs podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol.